When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to yet another Baldi's Deliberation. Uh, award show still just as stupid as any others. We just are a little bit more transparent about how dumb we get. Uh, case in point, we're going to talk about best female actor. Uh, <laughs> are you calling uh, all the ladies in this category dumb? Come on. No, I'm Come I'm on. calling me dumb because no. okay. Hannah Waddingham is at the top. Number one with a bullet. She just started there. Because right. she's amazing and she's my favorite, and I think we're done. See <laughs> that kind of stupidity. I mean, that we kind might want to at least determine number two. Um, yeah, best female actor Hannah Waddingham. Of course, she plays Rebecca, uh, the owner of the uh, the the Downton Dogs. Uh, <laughs> the, Rich, the new Richmond, the the Richmonds, the Coxpurs, the, the, the Richmond Devil Dogs. Diamond Dogs, Hounds, Diamond Dogs. That's that is an affiliation in the show. It's on Ted Lasso. Yeah, what the fuck is the name of the team? It's it's uh, Richmond for sure. Yeah, Richmond. What? What is their like? It's the dog because they have a dog. Yeah, Yeah. mascot. The 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 Richmond the Richmond football. I don't even know if they do that over there. They probably don't have like the 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 West End mascots, the West End uh, hooligans or whatever. Because like the Tottenham 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 Spurs are like a rooster. They have a a definite. uh, Yeah, but do they call themselves the the roosters or do they just have a mascot? Yeah, it's a good question. I don't know. Not a soccer. Excuse me, football fan. Uh, Hannah Waddingham is at the at the first just because she was the first people uh, first person we wrote down uh, is she the only person that made it off of Ted Lasso it seems like it I'll do the lady side mm-hmm. um, should we talk about nah I don't care uh, Pauline Alexis Paulina Alexis Willie Jack on reservation dogs yeah our favorite of the reservation dogs characters I think a hundred percent yeah, she is clearly the best. Um, doesn't did I was gonna say like I almost said the show doesn't know it because I felt early on the other uh, uh, Native American girl was like poised to be the star of the show, but mm-hmm. I felt like Willie Jack here uh, stole it. Like with the episode with her dad going out hunting, yeah, and because like the early goings, I don't know if she had much to do. She was just like cool. Mm-hmm. But they also got she also got to flex a lot at the of course the main the main woman that I didn't write down also got a pretty good scene pretty good episode of Bill Barr Dev Devery Jacobs Devery I don't know how you say her name didn't write down because she wasn't part of the Baldies not she was nominated for Baldy right. but Paulina Alexis was and I am really looking forward to season two of that show I have no idea how the fuck they'll get everything back together. But that's, uh, there's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of comedies I have that, uh, for like, for example, the next one, Nate, uh, Oh, Paulina Alexis to the top. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, all right. If we're just to the top or to the bottoming people, to the here, top, then... we're, we're just, we're right now. We're trying to get through. Yeah. And I got to quit doing this. It's, it's bogging down the categories. We just got to get to the top, to the bottom or float. 
I mean, all these uh, people are excellent. I want it to the top, all of them, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. I'm looking down this list. I'm thinking I can't find anybody I don't want to put to the top. Because that's the thing is like this this category is a little different from TV and like like drama and comedy because drama and comedy is like, did we watch it? It goes up on the list. Mm-hmm. This is we take those best of lists and we look for actors that excelled. So we we already like them. We don't put someone up here and be like, oh, you know, it's an argument for how much they suck. Right. Um, Natasia Dimitrio playing Nadia from what we do in the shadows. Yeah. To the top compared to everybody else, I, I, comedy is inherently uh, get gets the short end of the stick in these awards. But she has a hell of a lot more than either Paulina or H- Hannah. She's a hell of like a lot more. I, what does that mean? I know she's in. I think she's carries oh, more material. Okay. She's much more of a focus of the show. She. Uh, I don't know. Hannah I, Waddingham had a big season in Ted Lasso. That's her true. Sam relationship. She was in it quite a bit. It's just so, so much more of an mom, ensemble. All that than this is a, a quartet on what we do in the shadows. Reservation Dogs also a quartet. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I'd say I, to I the could, top. Okay. You yeah. say no? No, I'm fine with that. <laughs> well, it's guess what? Here everyone. comes Sonya. Yeah, Sonia Walger, Molly Cobb for all mankind. She's awesome. Take her to the top, right? Uh, all, all the for all mankind. There are five. Oh five my women god, from... we put four women on for all. How do five. we do this, Jim? Five. How are we going? All right, Sonia Wagner <laughs> as Molly Cobb. Sarah Jones as Trace Tracy. Mm-hmm. Jody Balfour, uh, Balfour as Ellen. Rin Schmidt as Margot and Chris Chris Marshall as Danielle. Uh, for all mankind, all going to the top. Yeah. Oh my God! Dominic Tripper as Naomi from The Expanse and Carrie Gee as Drummer from The Expanse. Let like, me put up Dominic Tipper's best season was last season. Yeah, uh, I don't know yeah. that she's gonna get. She got to four on our Baldies last time, or well, she was in the top five last time. I'm not certain she'll get there this time. She does Carrie have a Gee couple did. of good scenes, but yeah, Carrie, Carrie, Gee, work. Carrie Gee, whatever. Um, yeah, she's great. Um, is it Kara G or Kara G? I don't know. I, I you might be right with G. I'm not sure. Um, all right. Uh, both of those. Th- this is dumb. We should have. This is dumb. We shouldn't have done this. We should have just <laughs> had it had it out. Uh, Dominic Tri- t- t- Tripper and Kara G. Uh, going to the top. Uh, I, I oh would Jesus. Not, for the sake of sanity here, I would not put Dominic Tipper uh up there. You're going to float her? Yeah, I'd float her. Whoa. Wow, I mean, wow, na- wow. name me okay, the big scene fine. she had. She had one with Holden where she told him yeah, to she had mind his of... own business, but she well, didn't have I mean, a ton to do this also, season. She was the emotional hammer of the uh, finale. Uh, True. True. She had a couple of scenes with uh, Drummer that, yeah. I'm with you though. Nice. That was last year. It was her time to shine. Uh, this year, yeah. she took a little bit of a backdoor. It's a d- damn shame because I just read Babylon's Ashes, and I feel like they did once again. They they did Naomi dirty. Hmm. Um, and it's not that any of the characters like, and you'd only know this from reading the books, but they consistently take feathers out of book Naomi's cap and give it to other people. Um, we'll talk about that, I guess, when when we get to her part here. 
Uh, Christina Ricci, Juliette Lewis, and uh, Jasmine Savoy Brown, who you might remember as um, one of the Murphys on... No, not one of the Murphys. Yeah, one of the Murphys on uh, uh, The Leftovers. Yeah, season two. Wasn't right? Amy. Wasn't Jill. Evie. Eve. Evie. Eve. Yes. Eva, I don't know. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, they're going to the top? Uh, Christina Ricci and Juliette Lewis, certainly. I'm, I don't know why I'm partial to the women who are more experienced here, let's say. But I don't know. Um, does Jasmine Savoy Brown go to the top? Sure. I mean, we've already kind of narrowed this down, right? Like, conspicuously, we're missing a whole bunch of the people from that cast. Mm-hmm. Um, Which all could have been a deliberation. <laughs> it, right. Itself. We should record those next time. And we're actually, <laughs> uh, it just takes so long to look up everybody and get their names and format. But, but yeah, yeah, that would be pretty boring because we're like, you know, two minutes of silence as we look up these characters. Yeah. And all that. Yeah. Uh, do but, we take them all to the top or no? Sure. I don't know. How, how much do you like Teen Taisa? I like her a lot. Okay. I like don't her better than Julia Lewis. What? What? Yeah. You heard me. That's I said what I said. Insanity. You've lost your mind. <laughs> uh, Tania Miller, Zephyr Halima from oh, Foundation. Right. Yeah, she's great. And Laura Byrne as Demerzel from Foundation. The um, Zephyr Halima, they... the foil to uh, mm-hmm. Brother Day. Yeah, I could put both of them to the top. I mean, this is stupid. We're Take just reverse sorting this I know, list. I know, I know. This is dumb. This is just this. This is this. We will we'll do this better next year. Uh, it's my fault. Uh, Danielle Deadweiler, Miranda Carroll, um, Mackenzie Davis, Kirsten from Station Eleven, and Matilda Lawler. As young Kirsten from Station Eleven, controversial. Do we float Miranda Danielle Deadweiler? Man, I it sucks to punish an actor because their material is not as strong. Mm-hmm. But I do feel Miranda's material just wasn't as strong, and and that's all again. Yeah. And you're also talking Mackenzie Davis and Matilda. Uh, Lawler carried the one part of the show that I thought worked a hundred percent amazingly. So right. like, yeah, I'm going to their 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 deal with Jeevan was way more interesting than uh I don't understand Miranda. I kinda do. Um did they establish that she was a ref they did establish the ref her refugee status in the very very but didn't did they? I don't know. I, I felt like I didn't really understand Miranda, why she got mixed up with the actor guy. Um, I, I didn't really understand her character very well. Her character is very reserved most of the time, too. It's, yeah. It's well, it's, nothing yeah, showy, got, right? Um, there are scenes like there's a scene or two every once in a while, but she went through a private apocalypse you know, as a mm-hmm. child. So like I like essentially as a mini station, uh, a very intimate station 11 type event. So like it makes sense, but it also, you know, makes for a little bit more reserved performance. I I'm with you. I, I think I take uh McKenzie and Matilda and uh, I take them to the top. Okay. 
Yeah. All right. So we've we fucked over Dominic Tripper and Daniel Dead Deadweiler, um, especially because by, they weren't given by not spelling her name correctly. That's the who. I think it's Dominic Tipper, isn't it? Shit, is it really? <laughs> yeah. I thought so, but then like I, I I typed it in there. So can we look that up? Because I swear to Christ, uh, get that sure. right. Dominic Naomi deserves better. Damn it. It is Tipper. It is Tipper. It is Tipper. Yeah. I don't know how that typoed in there, and it got my tongue all confused. All right, Mackenzie Davis. Let's let's do the Battle of the Mackenzies here, <clears throat> or I guess the Kirstens. Uh, young Kirsten versus old Kirsten, or young Kirsten versus even younger Kirsten. Uh, Mackenzie Davis <laughs> right. versus Matilda Lawler. Um, I think Mackenzie Davis is better, but it's a conversation which is quite quite the achievement for the young newcomer. I might be biased because I like Mackenzie Davis so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen her in a lot of stuff, right? And Matilda is a new yeah, actor back to, to me. So Burn After, wait, crash, uh, Halt, Halt Catch and Fire. Catch Fire, uh, The Martian, I even liked her a small part in that. Oh, right. Um, I've seen her she's in won the... a bunch of stuff, right? She's had a pretty good career since Halt and Catch Fire. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm I'm a little biased, because Matilda is new to me, although I think she was excellent. I think we're right, though. I think we're right. I think they gave adult McKenzie a lot more interesting things to do. Um, yeah, she's like the emotional payoff, right? Whereas young Kirsten is the emotional setup, and it's inherently going to be more interesting to see the Although, man my favorite episodes are all about young kirsten like them yeah them actually doing the station 11 play uh her mm-hmm. hanging out with even in the beginning um them post-apocalyptic scavenging surviving wolf attacks stuff like, like all that stuff ah. but i think you're right i think mckenzie davis with her uh maturity and experience outshone the uh matilda lawler um how about tania miller I, Ooh, I, I like her. I'm to the so here's the thing. She only had about two good episodes, but they were really good episodes. And uh, you could almost say the same thing about this in terms of being star players about young Kirsten. What what do you mean? Say the same thing. Because young Kirsten was only really a feature in two episodes. Of oh, yeah. Station yeah. 11. Mm-hmm. Like she was a minor bit part and like, you know, like literally a minor bit part and a couple others. But like, if you're going to hold this against Miss Miller, I'm saying you'd hold it against Lawler. I, I, but that's the thing is like, she's particularly good in the climax of the spiral. Uh, walk, the, the walk in the spiral segment. Oh, everything. Um, like once we go to whatever that planet is, that moon. Um, yeah. Yeah, her like playing opposite uh, Lee Pace, just just like her her presence on screen is rivaling a dude who is like the emperor of of humanity, right? Like, yeah, twelve ten charisma. I, I believe that she could defeat this guy, um, mm-hmm. despite all his power. It's it's a really impressive performance. Um, Shh. She's and then, a really good antagonist, but she turns kind of protagonist just uh-huh. by the way that we kind of, you know, continue to evolve how we see Demerzel and uh, yeah. Brother Day. I remember that final scene she has with Demerzel um, just oh kind of sitting together in the chamber when she realizes, you know, what's what's going on here. I won't Those spoil two. it too much, but 
Mm-mm. Man. One of the scenes that stuck with me this year, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, so I, I think I put her, I put this above the two Kristens. I'm with you. Yeah, I'd put both her and Laura Byrne. Well, I was gonna say I, and I think uh, Laura Byrne, who plays a, it's not a spoiler. They they established this right away. Uh-huh. She plays a robot. Um, one of the last remaining robots that survived this AI purge of some some millennia ago. Mm-hmm. Um. She's and she has a robot. very specific mandate that is tested. Her 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 loyalty the is law- tested over and over. And and the conflict of her programmed loyalties and her baseline uh, robotic laws that she has to. But like they yeah. her the, her performance showing a robot really suffering with almost a psychosis because of all of their conflicting guidelines and stuff. Um, and it all comes to the head with this scene with Zephyr Halima. It's amazing. I think she's great. I think she's at the top right now. I think so. I agree. Because that's the thing. It's like um, Zephyr Halima's greatest scene is with Laura Byrne. Laura Byrne has several, like three or four pretty amazing scenes with almost all of the brothers. She's got this great scene with uh, Zephyr Halima. It's a great performance. I cannot wait to see season two of Foundation. Mm-hmm. Micah, when did Foundation drop? Was that a summer show? Mm. I don't know. Uh, I'm about to find out. I think it came out in like June. September 24th. Uh, no, September 24th. Mm. Oh my God, that just happened, dude. Yep. Wow. All right. Well, maybe that's why it's so fresh in my mind. But um, That's the thing. Yeah, coming up on some of these shows. The that stuck with me. For All Mankind came out all, a full year ago, and I have forgotten basically all of it, but... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Um, Christina Ricci, what do you think about this? I mean, Misty might be my favorite character of the year. Just it, she's so quirky and so interesting. And the way Christina Ricci plays her, I have a hard time like thinking who else could I swap into this role and get a similar effect. Because Christina Ricci brings a little bit of Wednesday Adams with her, I think. Right? Um, it, this role requires a little bit of that. It's like if Wednesday Adams was a yeah. nurse. That uh, weird, care but also, a person that's weird that knows they're weird and also continues to put it out there without yeah, any shame. She owns it. Um, 
Maybe because yeah. she's a psychopath. <laughs> right. She doesn't really care about other people's emotions. Like it, it might not be like a empowerment thing. It might be a psychosis thing. But um, I think she's the best of the three that we've got here representing Yellow Jackets. Yeah, Does she get all the way to the top? That's the question. Because I'm inclined favorite to put doesn't her at number three necessarily right now. mean good. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. I could even put her above. Uh... Oh, what the hell just happened? Uh... How uh, do we have control Z? Control Z. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. All right. I, I got my wrong control. Con- control C, control V going. All gotcha. right. There we go. So. Uh, and then what do we do, Juliet Lewis? Um, so the reason I think she's on this list for me is because of how well these two actors who plays the the one who plays young Natalie and her uh, work together. I, I think they they have really nailed that character, um, and, and that's true of like all the Yellow Jackets, honestly. But I feel like. If anybody epitomizes that, it's Juliette Lewis playing Natalie. Um, and I, I I don't know. I don't know how to wait Juliette Lewis here because she is doing... I, I've seen her do a lot of different stuff, but it's usually Juliette Lewis playing Juliette Lewis, <laughs> you know? Like, this isn't too far off Natural Born Killers or something like that. It's just a more depressed version of her natural born killers character <laughs> she's maybe attracted to these roles uh the one thing that's different that i your standard juliet lewis performance is she plays either well i'm extremely damaged with check but she also yeah. plays like regressed uh-huh. um you know like she's like an arrested development type of the uh, didn't move beyond 13 or 4 whenever that trauma yeah. happened where and sometimes this a is a fully energy. adult character yeah, this yeah. is a fully adult character. Uh-huh. Um, she's just haunted and has a lot of problems. I I honestly would put her right underneath Christina Ricci. But again, keep in mind, I'm not a huge Station Eleven fan. Right. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe beneath McKenzie. I, I could put her above McKenzie Davis. Um, but none of that Shakespeare man. shit just worked on me. And that's where... Right. I feel you there. Um, yeah, I think I'm happy with that. Below McKinsey or above McKinsey? Above. Okay. So right now our top five is Laura Byrne from Foundation, Tania Miller from Foundation, Christina Ricci from Yellow Jackets, Juliet Lewis from Yellow Jackets, and McKinsey Davis from Station Eleven. We still have Jazz, Jasmine Savoy Brown that's that's the thing i real quick i the so we have two characters who are playing older versions of their younger selves in the same show and mm-hmm. I, I think juliette lewis is above mckenzie davis because mckenzie davis's kirsten doesn't i i don't necessarily feel like they are the same character whereas like they, they yeah, wouldn't necessarily have point. to be there's a little bit of a it's not it's not really a disconnect in the performance it's just i didn't feel it as much as I did with Juliet Lewis's Natalie. And that could be writing too. Like, you know, like, um, yeah. Although I do think it's a lot of the actors just like, Hey, what are our idiosyncrasies? What are we going to do? What are we going to lean into? Because you're right. Yeah. Um, I, it's not that she's implausible as a grown up Kristen. No, no. It's just like, 
it's not as uncanny as some of the stuff they're doing in the Yellow Jackets. All mm-hmm. right, I, I, I'll buy that. What do you think about Yasmin Savoy Brown? I put her above Matilda Lawler, the young Kristen, but then it starts getting hard. I don't think I can put her above Mackenzie Davis. Yeah, maybe I could. <laughs> maybe I could. Uh, I do like what she's doing. She's, you know. Oof. I don't even know this top five survives, honestly. So Yeah, once we start getting into For All Mankind, we're going to have some real discussions. Uh, let's leave Jasmine at six for, for right now, just okay. outside the top five. Um, Carrie Gee is going to be interesting. Playing drummer on The Expanse. And she did have a pretty big season. I have three favorite characters in Expanse. Amos, Bobby, and Drummer. Mm-hmm. And this was a good season for her. Yeah, very. Um, she had to carry the majority of the weight of making us care about the Belters and representing the faction of, I wouldn't say reasonable Belters, but like you know, non-genocidal Belters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think she nailed it. Um, and that scene with her and... Naomi was raw as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, her, the she stuff did really with her family. Work. And she did really good work on the one ship thing. Like that's mm-hmm. like some of those one ships. I think that was one of the ones that are pivotal to like, if you, I think it's the scene still work, but if you didn't see the one ship, uh, mini, mini uh, sewed for episode one or two, I think it was two. Um, I don't think it hits as hard. Yeah. But I think she did excellent work this uh, this year, and I would easily put it above the. I would put it uh, above Christina Ricci for sure, mm-hmm. and probably above Tania Miller because she did she had she had a hell of a lot more to do. Yeah, actually, I think I agree. That's kind of, that two and three range is exactly what I was looking at before you said anything, and I but, think I can. But Laura Byrne. Like is doing some next like favorite robot character since Brent Spiner's data. Sure. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I don't have many robot characters. Oh shit. I just shit on all of Westworld. I don't know. Maybe I should rethink that. Oh but, yeah. <laughs> Westworld is a lot of robot characters. I yeah. do like Tandy dude quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe uh, robots with free will. Well, I guess that the, 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 the I don't know. Speaking of, is she going by a new name now? Tandy Way? Tandy Way Newton. Or has she always gone by that name and we just called her? Because I swear the credits in Westworld call her Tandy Newton. No, she, I think I actually read an interview where she's like reclaiming her uh, cultural heritage because she like anglicized it to get ahead. um, Right. And she started, in fact, I think that they've, um, like her whole name got a, like that's like Tandy is not exactly how you say it either, right? Oh, is it? I, I don't know. I just saw it written the other Before day. Before Westworld comes back, I'm going to have to definitely take a primer because I don't want to be Cassius Clay and somebody. <laughs> right. <laughs> just because I'm lazy and stupid. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I saw that. Uh, She's uh, Tandy something, something. Tandy Way. If, if, if the TH is a T sound, it's Tandy Way. Okay. We have slid Matilda Lawler all the way down to number eight. Our top five is now Laura Byrne from Foundation, Carrie Gee from uh, The Expanse, 
Tania Miller from Foundation and Christina Ricci and Juliet Lewis from Yellow Jackets. And now we have Molly Cobb for All Mankind. Man, I need a Sonia Walker season. So it starts with the lunar base. crisis on the, the the moon base being scoured. It's a solar storm. Holy shit! The solar it's storm solar is episode storm. one. God. That opens up. Yeah, the it's uh, it's it's a hell of a moment, and it's a great kickoff to season two. And it also and a fucking stellar episode for Molly Cobb. Yeah, and it keeps getting better because the fallout from that mm-hmm. mission. Oh, and just the fact of her taking over as a director director of flight at the at, at NASA and being like a complete badass and like uh-huh. putting uh uh putting Margot and Ellen in their places. Like I I I just yeah, I really like Sonia Walger and I thought Molly Cobb is probably my favorite character on For All Mankind. Uh yes, I I think I could agree with that. I don't she's know. She's Lady Chuck Yeager. Gordo and, and Tracy Mary. are very good too, but like they are very good. Whew. They are very good. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, there's something about the uh, uh, a a woman Chuck Yeager married to yeah the biggest fucking <laughs> hippie in the world. <laughs> Huge stoner. Yeah. Uh, I and I just love Molly Cobb's like take no shit attitude. Yeah, like zero fucks given. Yeah, it's but it great. gets also it also they see the toxic aspect of that too. Sure, you know of someone who has achieved everything and has never seen a limit, and when they finally come against something that they can't overcome with sheer grit and determination, like it kind of turns them to a monster. Yeah, dude, that's those scenes with her husband where she's talking about f- her health, um, and he is like putting it to her, like just saying, look, you are like one of the strongest women I have ever met, but you, in this yeah. moment you are being a coward. It's yeah. Holy shit. It's a great scene. Yeah. Um, I, where do we put her? I think, I mean, for me, I, she's I want to a- put these things to the top. I mean, for all mankind is maybe mm-hmm. the best show I watched last year. All the way to the and top. She's huh? maybe the best character in the best show I watched last year. All the way to the top. All, All the way, way to, to the, the top. top. Yeah. All Molly the way Cobb. to the top. Now that I'm remembering like those those scenes, because it's not just like, oh, she's a badass and she flies planes and shit. That's cool. She mm. also has some really emotional stuff, some some heavy stuff to do in that season. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I like the her being better than Laura <laughs> and Kara here though. No? Hmm. Maybe Kara, but you think what you think? Okay, let's let's get to the other. Let's get to the other ladies for more for all mankind. mankind. Sarah Jones as Tracy. Um, God damn, this is her season, huh? Is it? I mean, I don't know because the thing is, is like I don't. I kind of thought they were writing Tracy a little garbage in the beginning of the season. Um, Where does she start? I don't remember. She's left Gordo. She's left a kid. She's Miss Astronaut. She's oh, on the yeah. Johnny Carson show. She's doing show. photo shoots and kind of she's married this wealthy Texan oil man. Uh, right. Yes. Yeah, seems like someone that the audience is supposed to kind of start hating. But then miraculously, her and Gordo, who couldn't get anything done apart, uh, kind of like sh- learned to shine at the end together. And it. I don't know why I like the storyline so much, but it, it 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 was such a great storyline. I was rooting for Gordo and and Tracy the whole way, and where they left 
uh, where they ended up on on the season, I thought was super poignant and um, but but you're right, they, fairly inspirational. That is not that is more about Gordo, right? Um, like it's about their relationship, but Gordo is like the the impetus for all this. He's like the guy who's gonna win his girl back. Um, and Tracy is great but maybe a little more passive right she's the the prize here to be won by Gordo you know what I think you've hit the nail on the head is that I feel like her character the way is written performed I didn't get a lot like I man, maybe this is just me being a space nerd but I did not buy the pathos of her like I don't it I didn't buy so like it seemed like she was a real ass kicking fire breathing person in the first season want to be an astronaut for the sake of being an astronaut tired of being but then it's almost like she was more jazzed up about being like a celebrity yeah and I did not buy that turn for her character at all like that she would just check out of her kids lives and uh, you know one thing just be like fuck you Gordo you're a piece of shit uh, you've been holding me back blah 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 but like I, I just I don't know to the extent that when she got to the moon base, she's just like sandbagging and turning into an alcoholic. And I maybe it's just I didn't like it. I Sometimes I have a hard time yeah, separating yeah. between things I don't like for a character and the way they're performed. But I also didn't feel like I she did much to bring me on to that her, her character side. So. Yeah, she's exceedingly hot. <laughs> This uh, Sarah Jones. Tell me about it. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Does she look good in a NASA t-shirt and the work duty pants? <laughs> sure. But uh, it's nothing to do with her acting skill. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. There's that. It must be said. Uh, I. Yeah. Where, where do we, what do we do, Sarah? Like, do we floating her? I kind of feel like we're floating her at 10. Yeah. Yeah, man. Mm. Okay. There's a lot of good actors in this category. Holy shit. I, I just feel like someone's going to like send us a clip of something she did amazing. I know. In, yeah. And it's, like I said, strong finish of that character. Last two episodes, really super entertaining. But even then, you're That's, right. It was more of like Gordo's thing that he was going for. Yeah. Than, and, and I I don't want to like downplay, you know, all the stuff she had in the middle of the season with like the trouble adjusting to moon base life. I felt like there was some sort of like sweet justice there. Like, you know, Gordo had all this trouble when he was on the moon base and then she goes up there thinking she's hot shit and she has a lot of the same trouble that he had. Uh, I felt like there was some, you know, synchronicity there between those two characters, but yeah, I think there were people doing better stuff in for all mankind and Molly Cobb was one of them. Well, okay. Um, then I think we're leaving her at 10. Uh, she probably won't survive there. Jody Balf, uh, Balfour, who plays Ellen, Ellen for all mankind. Um, what was her arc boy. this season? Cause she became, she's some kind of executive she's on, level. She's on track. She, she, she went from astronaut to NASA administrator. Isn't she tapped to be vice president? Like it's her meteoric rise or chief of state, it's it's some kind of meteoric rise into politics. And, and yeah, no, they are definitely like courting her for the presidency. Um, because at least that's the carrot they're dangling. Sure. To, 
Right. And it's interesting. Like I, mm-hmm. um, it's interesting material with her being a closeted gay woman. And she had some really good stuff with her, uh, her girlfriend mm-hmm. and husband. I enjoy the relationship. I enjoy the things it's doing for the story. It feels like a kind of bloodless performance to me, but maybe that's because she is like of all the astronaut characters. I think she is the most like buttoned down and, and cause she has to be, if she lets her passions and, and her and Zeke had an amazing scene, but that was in season one, right? Like they're coming out to him when they think they're going to die and they're in a capsule together and him like just slamming it. Like you think it's going to be one of those. Oh, he's going to be a Don Draper. He's like super progressive. And he just slams a fucking door shut on her and be like, don't you. Yeah, that was. But but there again, it's like, I don't know, like that's that character has a tiny bit of public vulnerability and she gets punished for it. So, of course, she retreats back in her shell. Doesn't Mm -hmm. give her a lot to do, though. Yeah, Um, I agree. But the way she, I don't know, the way she reacted to the NASA administrator's death was really good. I just, I don't know. I have a hard time. Uh, I guess I would put her above Sarah Jones, but just. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what about Rin Schmidt? I don't know, man. Playing Margo for all mankind. I enjoy watching her. I don't know that I'm, like, impressed by the performance. I don't think it's award worthy. I think it's it's what it needs to be, and she's great for that role. But it's not blowing my hair back. That's for sure. Yeah, it's borderline silly, right? Like these, (laughs) the Russian. uh, What is he? Is he the head of the Russian space program? Yeah, he's he's her counterpart in Russia. Yeah, them kind of, and they're having this silly romance. That's like, is it real? Is it romance? Because they're professional. Sure, I, sure. But yeah, they, I mean, they are. They have eyes for each other. But do they? Some tragic happens and, to it at the end. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. she doesn't even know it yet. Ah. And it's another one of those things where it's like she's playing a very but like a very buttoned down professional woman. Mm-hmm. But that's what you'd have to be to be this kind of like uh, this high up in NASA in the 80s. Uh, so. Right. Is this a season where she confronts uh O- old man Nazi guy. Uh, shit. No, what what is his name? One. Oh, was yeah, it? Okay. Werner, Werner von Braun. I could have sworn he came back this season for like a scene. She went to his house once, maybe. Yes. Was that still the end of season one, though? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, like I said, I'm, it's I'm been a year. Been. I don't remember. Plus, I watched season one and season two contiguously. Like I was right. I, I caught up through season one and all of season two with two weeks to go for season two. So I'm fine. I don't think she's going to make the top ten. Yeah, I agree. You know, uh, now Chris Marshall. Her big standout scenes were dealing with her post-traumatic husband Um like the fact that she was, you know, kind of rising and being celebrated in this context, uh, serving her country while her husband went to Vietnam and obviously had a lot of uncomfortable experiences, uh, to put it mildly, and then came home and, you know, has all the rewards of being a Vietnam vet. Plus, you're a black man. Um, and her going, I, they, she had uh, one, one standout. She had, she had like three standout scenes. She had almost everything she's doing when she got taken hostage by the Russians. 
Um, I really liked the scene of her trying to, you know, get her husband's mind right and get him on, you know, talking to a therapist counselor. I really liked when she confronted her sister-in-law, her uh, ex-sister-in-law, um, and tried to give tried to give her husband's medals to her, oh, um, right. and then talking about their experience and what you know. Essentially, how to advance the plight, the plight of black people in America. Their conflicting views on that, mm-hmm. and then uh, her at her taking command of that uh, friendship mission, and like I got such a a big swell in my chest from in the midst of a global crisis. These this Russian man and this uh, American woman, uh, you know, shaking hands in this stupid little capsule, like. That was a real moment, I thought, when they popped it open and after they defied their orders to, to not do it and did the camera moment <laughs> and all that stuff. I, I just thought that was great because they also sold the like the pretty economical scenes sold the, the real friendship that had developed between yeah. the Russian cosmonauts and the American astronauts. Um, yeah, for sure. All those scenes of them hanging out in the bar. Um, yeah, definitely. I like that. Uh, I would take her potentially above Christina Ricci. Holy shit. Certainly above Mackenzie Davis. I'm sorry. I'm talking about Chris Marshall. Did I, did I say Wrenchman? I mean, Chris Danielle. Yeah, I, I knew you were talking about. I ooh, above Mackenzie Davis, he says. Above Mackenzie Davis, he says. Do you have any problem with her being yeah. below Mackenzie Davis? Any problem with her being below yeah. Mackenzie Davis? Um, like right there between Jasmine and Mackenzie. No, seven, eight, I mean somewhere around, spot. yeah, in that seven right. or eight I'm gonna spot. I'm going to put eight. I could see. Why don't you think? I don't, man, I don't know. Here's God, here's just, why I'm, don't, I'm not don't sure. let me run don't let me run away with my snide dismissal of of, of uh, Station Eleven. Yeah, no, I think I think Mackenzie Davis is good. She's certainly not the best I saw this year. Um, here's the thing: I don't remember much of For All Mankind. Like I said, it's been a year. A lot of those scenes are are hazy at best. Whereas Station Eleven, I watched like a month ago. So. Like I remember Mackenzie Davis's scenes, her big. Oh, scenes. Chris also has that meeting where she goes and kicks Ed's ass about them fucking around, uh, denying the black woman her command, like due to her seniority and her time in space. And she started right. like, you know, that 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 conversation she had with her ex ex sister in law kind of kicked her ass and being like, well, maybe I'm being a little too complacent. Maybe I am like, and isn't Ed wanting to go back into space? So there's being like handed to me. Right? Yeah, yeah. So there's like this conflict of interest or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you seem to remember it a lot more clearly than I do. I watched it so. like three times. I watched it once, okay. and then I watched it with Seth, and I ended up Damn. like Jack got super into it. So I and that was later, and like we watched that and did a full series rewatch of the Expanse within like a month of each other. So like it's pretty fresh, nice, fresh in my mind. Okay, um, um, well, if you're liking her more than Mackenzie, I would. I, but yeah, that just might be because I again I don't hate Station Eleven. I just. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's overrated and I feel like for all mankind is super underrated and that shouldn't oh, matter. Sure. Right. Right. Let's leave it. Let's leave it for there. Okay. Uh, who else? We, I think we're done with all of the for all mankind that leads it. Oh, poor, poor P 
people in comedies. What are you going to do? I know. She's so good. She's so good. Tasia Dimitriou from uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Nadia, she is, the. Cl- I think, even as much as I love uh, Hannah Waddingham and what I saw from Polina Alexis, I'd probably put her at the top of the comic. Nadia's strong, man. Nadia's a great character. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Trying to go to some of the episodes. And the fact she that had. she gets to spend so much time playing off Matthew Barry doesn't hurt. Does yeah, not hurt. Together at all. they are like the two best characters in that show. Yeah. In a show full of lovable characters. Because I yeah. like Nandor, I like Colin Robinson, I like everybody involved. Uh, Except for Nick Cole. Can we get her into the top ten by putting her above young Kristen? I think that's a good spot for her to be. And but will she stay top ten ain't nothing. I mean, Huh? Because you so. still got Rebecca well, from Ted Lasso. And I know you're going to well, be stumping for her. Well, I already said I think she's the best comic. I think she's the best comic ah, actress. Okay. Just in terms of being funny. I don't, it, sure. Sure. In terms of being funny, uh, Rebecca Waddingham has a lot more to do. As Does far, she? As far as range goes? Fuck yeah. She has to do okay. a hell of yeah, a lot you're more. Right. There's actually pathos there. Oh, there are some amazing scenes this year with Rebecca. I think I think they were in this season. <laughs> I'll have to look it up. But is this season her, her father mom. dies? No. They introduce her mother. I think um, she has the relationship with Sam. That's the problem. Is like half of stuff they gave her to do. I was like beside. It'd be like if I my favorite character was Karen from For All Mankind. I'd have a hard time stumping her from this season because the thing they gave her to do, they gave her two things to do manage the bar and sell it and be a successful businesswoman and fuck her best friends. Uh, what 19 year old son. It's yeah. about to ship off to West point that she raised like a child. Uh-huh. I like that one. First one. Pretty good. <laughs> I like that subplot. Second one. What the hell? But like, I, ah. I mean, yeah, there's a difference between not liking the, the actions of the character and not liking, you know, the performance. Um, but yeah, but this is a yeah. stupid award show and I'm being transparent about why I'm back uh-huh. on it because it's <laughs> no, totally. It's, it's fair. I have my own biases. Certainly. Um, well, let me ask you this. We skipped over Paulina. Uh, is Hannah Waddingham better than Paulina Alexis? I say, yeah, yeah. I mean, Willie, Willie Jackson is cool, a cool character and she does have an episode uh, early goings, early goings. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see where that character goes. Um, are any of these ladies better than the uh, runners up on For All Mankind? Oh yeah, I mean, I l- let me look up um, that Ted Lasso to make sure that this is because my one of my favorite Looking scenes up. of this entire year was the the women getting together at her father's funeral in the back room of the church. And yeah, just like hanging out and telling mm-hmm. jokes and and yeah, being friends. Uh, mm-hmm. That's such a great scene. And then, you know, that's in the midst of a tragic event in her life. So, uh, I, I don't know. Here's where my biases come in, I guess, because I really strongly dislike the way they told that Sam storyline. Uh, her, they really put her themselves romance. in the corner because like there was no way for either of them to go forward with the relationship without it being massively problematic. 
Right. And like, the show didn't not like didn't really call that out as much as they should have. Not nearly as much. Yeah. I, yeah. I kept thinking, okay, this is the episode where both of them are going to step back and say, there are huge problems with the road we're right. headed down. And they right. and they mention it like, uh, you know, this this could be a problem, sure, but you know, who cares? It's almost like they only considered like the fact that she's like the age difference. Like, I don't right. think they really talked about like what this would do to the locker room dynamic, what this would do to the fact that she is his employer. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 some would say owner. And that what does that do in terms of like when it's time to make tough cuts and play the kind of things like just a massive conflict of interest just a man they i yeah. i was kept on waiting for a show that's like likes to talk about things like that for them to at least and they never did they never did uh so yeah i i, I felt like half the stuff they gave hannah to do this season i was uh not super pleased with i guess i kind of like the stuff with her mom um because her mom in this season i think was this is a season where they talk about how she's constantly like on again, off again with her dad. Right. Like if forgiving him for all of his terrible shit that he does, uh, his cheating, his, uh, just not being a good father or husband. Letting go of the resentment. Yeah. You know, I think that was her, that kind of her arc. There was just a lot of, a lot of powerful stuff in this season for her. You know would have been interesting for for it. It's something to do for Hannah. Is like you know that uh, is Nigerian, right? Is that where Sam's from? Uh, that sounds right. I'm not sure though. Uh, the 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 billionaire that wanted to buy Sam out for his team. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you you do the same casting, but like that like that that as a romance for. Uh, Rebecca would have been interesting because they're very much yeah. equal in like their station and where they're going in life, but there's also still kind of massive conflict of interest. Yeah. And like, you know, does she let him get Sam? Is that a consideration? The selling out the team? Like, there's like, I, I thought that would have been super interesting and th- there wouldn't be this like giant elephant in the room, which is, mm-hmm. hey, yeah, you guys have this huge work entanglement. Right. Anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think she's easily better than any of the floaters from For All Mankind. Okay. Um, I think she's better than Matilda Lawler. Sure. Okay. She's probably she's, better than uh, Natasha and the the Taze. Really, yeah. really better than better than Nadia from What We Do in the Shadows. Like you I really said think she's so? just got a lot. I don't know the dramatic performance here. I always value over the comedic performance. And it's, yeah, it's my bias. Yeah, it sucks that she's getting to do the dramatic shit on a, uh, on a comedy. Because Mm -hmm. what we do in the shadows, like, their dramatic moment is, you know, uh, Matt Berry theatrically adopting a shitty baby vampire. And Uh it's like they're playing it serious. Or Colin Robinson dying, right? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's. It's just a hilarious moment, also. Yeah, because it's yeah. That's the thing. It's like there is some emotion. You do occasionally feel bad for these people, but it's like just to make the next phase of the joke that much funnier. Yeah, 
So it's just, yeah. Whereas Ted Lasso is not that kind of comedy, right? Ted Lasso has no, real emotion. they're like emotion. the reservation dogs. Yeah. They're, they're those dramedies where it's like every once in a while they'll be like, this isn't funny. We're just going to be serious for like even a whole episode. And yeah. and uh, that's, I, we talked about that in terms of the best comedies. Like that, I think reservation dogs, especially the last half, maybe tread that line a little too much into the dra- the, the, the drama. But yeah. there's a shit. The sad stuff happened on the res too, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, might not have felt good just for it to be a slapstick. Uh, Paulina Alexis, I think again, I would put her above all of the uh, also also rands on for all mankind. Probably, eh, I don't even know then. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's not going to make top 10. Are you saying that Rebecca doesn't make top 10? That's shocking to me. If she's better than Natasha Dimitri, and I say she's not, you say she is. Yeah. Do we coin of doom it? Sure. Sure. Let's leave the the fate of the final. (laughs) Since, again, the fate of the the coin is still in storage, I'm flipping the CR 2032 (laughs) again. Christ, the plus is what? Uh, the plus is going to be Natasha. Okay. What's the negative? Hannah. Hannah. All right, Hannah. I'm rooting right. for you. I'm going to try not to fuck it up this time. It's weighted. It's improperly weighted in your favor, Hannah. All right. Can, 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 will this? Will this? Yes. Oh, it's, uh, it's, it's Tails. Came out Tails. Nice. All right. Put well, her there we go. and I'm happy with that. There we go. Can't get much stupider on an award show than that. Can you imagine? Can you imagine <laughs> the, the chaos Oscars. if you found out that Moonlight won over La La Land? Because in the back they're like, "Fuck it, I don't know." <laughs> they flip. flipped the battery because they didn't have the time or energy <laughs> or care. Their, they didn't to have go their get a coin. Coin, yeah, their special <laughs> flipping coin. Oh man. Okay, that's it. That's it. That's the the best uh, female actor. Um, for 2021, <laughs> as as considered by us, we're gonna stop here. Uh sure. All right.